Let's Talk OC, an OC podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. Isn't it so nice to say that? I mean, I'm getting It's weird. (laughs) But it's great. Uh, We're really excited. We have a really fun bonus episode this week. We have Katie joining us from The XOC on Instagram. Katie, welcome to Let's Talk OC. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're great. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I know. I feel like we've been Instagram followers and friends for so long, especially since the podcast uh, ended and was in full run. But Mm -hmm. I love your page so much. It's full (sighs) of amazing fan edits, full of all that OC goodness. So please tell us about your OC journey. Well, um, I first discovered the show when I was 14. And I actually saw it on YouTube. I saw a clip. It was um, the season two clip where Marissa shoots Trey. And I remember being like mesmerized. I wanted to know what was happening. The music was incredible. So um, it's actually funny because they didn't have it like on Hulu when I first started watching it. They had it um, only on DVD. So I begged my mom to buy it for me. (laughs) So she bought the whole box set for me. And I binge watched that whole all four seasons within that summer and then I wanted I really wanted to talk with people who love the show just as much as I did but nobody in my family knew about the show or watched it so that's why I started the account and I haven't regretted a single day of it because finally I've found my people that love the OC just as much as me so that's pretty much it Wow. Yeah. I mean, I feel the same way. I know when Liz and I started Let's Talk OC and we found a group of people who felt the same way and got to discuss this show with us. And mm-hmm. then, and, and I, there's so many great fan pages and edits, and then you just get into this world of like-minded people and it feels really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. When did Absolutely. you start your page? I started it that summer. I mean, I was that obsessed <laughs> Wow. Oh, I've had it for a long time. That's amazing. I know. I can't believe it's been as long as it has. Yeah. How many years has that been? Um, 22 now. So eight years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> she moved quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have to talk about you being on Welcome to the OC Bitches. You are on episode eight of season one you were part of the fan calls I remember hearing you and I was like oh my god this is so exciting one of us got on the podcast how was that for you how'd that come about um I was going through my requested dms one day and I saw that the producer of the podcast reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to be involved with the podcast in any way and I was like absolutely of course I would love to do that and so she set up a zoom meeting with me we talked about it and then she set it up and we ended up recording that episode the day before my 21st birthday. Aww. So it was like the best birthday present I could have asked for. Um, but I mean, I still can't even believe it happened. <laughs> like uh, I'll look back and I, I watch it and I'm like, that's really me up there. I'm really talking to them. And I mean, they were just the nicest people. I, every expectation I had, they met and um, very, very surreal. <laughs> that's awesome. It's so great to meet your idols and to have them be nice (laughs) and exactly Exactly. who you thought they were going to be. So I'm glad Mm -hmm. you had that experience with them. Yeah, me too, for sure. 
Yeah, that's great. And we both got to go to, I mean, all three of us got to go to Epics and Chill. I know we didn't, I didn't Mm -hmm. realize it was you when you were there and whatever, it's a whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) But I know you got to meet Melinda and Misha and Tate. How was that for you? Because for us, it was absolutely amazing. I mean, I cried Mm -hmm. in the corner. I'm not even kidding you after I met (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Melinda. Happy tears. Happy tears. It was was happy tears, but just of when we started Let's Talk OC and we would get people asking us if you could talk to anyone from the show, who would you want to talk to? And listen, I always said Melinda Clark. Mm -hmm. And so at Epics and Chill, we got to talk to her and it was great. And then we walked away and just like emotions came over us. And I'm like, oh, yeah. walk faster. I'm crying. They're happy tears. <laughs> it's overwhelming. But how was your experience there? Well, me and my, my sister drove me down there. It took us about 12 hours because we live in Ohio. Oh, wow. So it was like a draining ride. And then when we finally got there. It was like, all right, we made it. And then it was um, like the night before. I actually had like a little panic attack at the thought of meeting them in person. <laughs> so. I, I mean, I was really nervous, but when we finally got there and I, the first person I saw was Melinda at her booth when we were checking in and I was like, holy shit, she's right there. <laughs> what do I do? Like, do I make eye contact? Will she recognize me? I was like, so nervous about all that. And then, um, we walk in to go to the panel and, um, we didn't have like our lanyards cause they didn't give it to us for some reason. So they made us walk back to the sign up to get it. Then we had to come back and I'm like out of breath, sweating because I got like jean on jean outfit. And then um, the minute I go to sit down, they're like, where's the XOC? You have a question for us? And I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I just got here. Um, But and I like forgot my question for half a second. And like Tate Donovan is staring me like straight in the face. And it was so overwhelming. But I mean, because I it's like because I had already like talk to Melinda. I think the person I was most nervous to meet was Misha. I didn't know how she would be, what she'd be like. And when I saw her like looking over in my direction, I almost fell over <laughs> because I don't know. I'm just such a huge fan of hers. And yeah, so that whole thing was really, really overwhelming. And then when we got to do the um, photo op, just standing next to them, I kept telling my sister, it was like, like they, she was so tall. Misha and Melinda felt very tall to me, even though I thought we'd be like the same height. Um, but oh my gosh, they were just the nicest people. I can't say enough. It made me feel so welcome and everything. And I feel like I'm going on a lot about this, but it's love. Yeah. It's all love. We were surprised that they were so tall too. Michelle right? and I are like naturally shorter on the shorter side. And so mm-hmm. they were, felt quite tall. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, that's so great. And Epics, I feel, really did a, a wonderful job making it feel very homey. So you were uh, yeah. very close. Like Melinda was a few feet in front of you. And in mm-hmm. the panels, it was pretty small, very intimate. So I I think it, as an OC lover, that was probably the best experience any OC mm-hmm. fan could have had. Oh, yeah. To have the, the Coopers back together again. Mm-hmm. It was it was literally I keep saying it, but it was epic. It was. <laughs> like, how many times can I say epic in one year? But I've said it like a lot this year. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It really was an amazing mm-hmm. time, and I'm so glad you got to experience that. Ugh. Yeah, you guys too, Katie. Yeah. Did you do the photo op just Melinda and Misha, or did you do one with Tate as well? 
I originally was just going to do me, Misha and Melinda, but I met up with one of like my internet friends, Jenny Austin, and she had one for all three. And because it's like two people per ticket, she let me do one. Thank God. So I got one with all three of them. And oh my gosh, Tate Donovan, I did not expect him to be as funny as he was, but he was just, yeah, he was so great. Yeah. Yeah. He's a goofball. Yeah, he is. (laughs) Yeah, we had fun talking to him. He was great. Oh, yeah. He was a, they were exactly how I thought they would be, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. It's a really good feeling. All right, let's get into some OC talk. Okay. Uh, so let's start off with favorite characters, least favorite characters. Who's your favorite? Um, My favorite, I think now my favorite is Marissa. Yes. Agreed. Same yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah. When we had the show, we would name our five favorite and then five least favorite. And by the end of the series, Liz and I had Marissa's number one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which the first time I watched, I never in a million years thought that that would be my favorite character. I was no, quite right? quite bothered by her the first mm-hmm. time around. And watching it with different perspective, older eyes, I was like, hell no. She's yeah. the, the, by far the greatest character on the show. Yeah, I definitely felt the same way because when I first watched it, I was younger and I was very annoyed by a lot of her actions. But like you said, now that I'm older, I I understand her a lot more and she's the best. <laughs> mm. How do you do your rewatches? How many times have you seen the show? Oh, man. Um, I'd say maybe close to like, I mean, I don't do like straight through rewatches. I'm doing one right now with the podcast since I'm doing an, an episode a week with them editing it. Um, but I guess maybe around 10 times, somewhere around that uh, number. <laughs> I've seen it a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a decent, decent amount of times. <laughs> Definitely. Do you, do you find on your rewatches that your favorite character changes or is it pretty consistent that it stays Marissa? No, it, it changes because when I first watched it, my favorite character was Ryan and then it was Seth for a while. And then Sandy for a bit. Mm. And then it came around to Marissa. Was, she came out as number one for me. Who is your least favorite character? Uh, that's probably a tie between a few characters. I really dislike Trey. Mm. Um, Bullcheck. And I, I think everybody dislikes Oliver. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I actually I wanted it's funny you said that because we are going to talk about Oliver but I mm-hmm. love the Oliver storyline no so did I, I. <laughs> I like you dislike his character but his episodes were so good I think yeah, yeah. it was the mm-hmm. mystery we love a good mystery element and seriously so- each week finding out a little bit more and a little bit more and then finally mm-hmm. when the breaking point when you realize you know the girlfriend's not real and mm-hmm. you know he loves marissa and it just it's great it, yeah it's great television as much as you want to hate him mm-hmm. natalie that was her name natalie just natalie. came to me right. um when you just watch it he does a wonderful performance that you love to hate him no he was so good what would you say is your favorite season least favorite season um definitely my favorite season season one um i guess season four would be my least favorite just because it didn't have marissa in it i like season four i don't think there's anything particularly wrong with it i guess that's just the only thing missing for me Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah Yeah, it's just different yeah 
Do you have a favorite episode overall? Um, it, there was one episode when I finished the show for the first time that I went back and rewatched immediately, and that was um the countdown from season one. Oh. It's just such a classic that that last scene brings all the feels, I guess. <laughs> so, are you a Ryasa shipper? I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's a great episode. So many feels. You yeah. want that to happen to you. Oh, you know, yeah. like just run through the door and kiss me at midnight. Exactly. So great. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's some questions from our listeners at Courtney Louise XOXO. If the show had continued a bit more, would there have been a future for Ryan and Taylor? What do you think, Katie? Um, I could definitely see that. I mean, with the way it, it ended, they made it seem that it was going in that direction. So yeah, I definitely could see them being together further if it went on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how much further. No, I was going to say, I mean, I don't think they were going to end up for all time, but like maybe a little further. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. I think maybe they, what Michelle and I feel like it's been a long time now, actually, since I've seen that episode. <laughs> um, but I feel like we predicted that they like hooked up you know, every <laughs> so often when they would come back into town or whatever. Right. And um, I don't think they're necessarily end game. Yeah. But uh, I liked that relationship while it lasted. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I agree. Uh, at Dreamy 2000s, what do you think season four would have been if Marissa didn't die? Yeah. Um, I mean, if she had to, if she had still gone on the boat with her dad. I could see them showing what boat life was like for her. Um, But I'm like, I wonder if Ryan would have gone to college if she hadn't passed, if she hadn't died. So, I mean, it would have been obviously wildly different (laughs) than it was. But yeah, I guess it probably would have just showed everybody in college where they're at, Mercer on the boat. And then maybe they come together for like summer break towards the end of the season. I mean, that's how I imagine it would have gone. Yeah, I still feel like it would have been a weird season now. Oh, yeah. You know, because all of the kids are separate and they have to, when they come back together, it's probably for some sort of occasion or mm-hmm. something of the sort. So I don't know if it would still be the same consistency of quality. Yeah. Even though I season mean, four is still a weird one regardless. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would uh, would have worked with her being on the boat with Jimmy. Yeah, because, I mean, as we've seen with, like, most teen shows, it's really hard to move into, like, the college years. And with her being away and everybody going to different colleges and, like, different states, I think you're right. It would have been really different. Do you think they would have pulled a One Tree Hill or a Riverdale, now that Michelle and I have watched the most recent episode, <laughs> where they just exclude college completely and then we just age them up i could have seen them aging up in the final season and Mm. seeing the aftermath of them going to school not going to school who stays together ryan and taylor what happened there uh i would think i would like that better than seeing what we saw in season four you say you would have liked that better yeah i think i would have liked that better yeah i I think so too because Honestly, it was a little hard to watch, you know, Ryan deal with Marissa's death afterwards. So mm-hmm. a time jump would have probably been a bit of a relief. But yeah, I think that would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been interesting to do. But then we would still have to address Marissa being gone. Absolutely. 
you know, right. and if we did the time, yeah. and Marissa wasn't there. I wonder how the audience would have felt. I mean, I remember because I watched it in real time and I remember them opening up and being like, there was no funeral. Like we got no funeral. Yeah, I still feel that way even when yeah. I first watched it. Obviously, I didn't watch it on air, but yeah. yeah. Right. It was mm-hmm. really upsetting. And then seeing how Ryan dealt with it. And I really do enjoy the first block of episodes in season four because it is so raw to see how Ryan's dealing with it and especially Julie. Mm-hmm. I mean, just and, and Ryan and Julie working together. Yeah. Which, love seeing that. So it would yeah. have been really uh, interesting to see that. A follow-up question would you change the ending of season three? Oh, that's so hard because it's like, you know, when we were at the panel, even Misha was saying like her character wouldn't be as memorable if she hadn't died. And it's hard for me because that moment is so, I mean, it's huge for the show. It was like such an iconic moment. And without it, I I can't imagine where the show would have gone. So I'm indecisive about it. I, I obviously don't want her to have died, but like, I can't imagine what the show would have been if she hadn't. So I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. What about you guys? I, when we wrapped on the show, when we wrapped on season three, Michelle and I both came to terms with it. And we said mm-hmm. we actually liked the ending of season three. Yeah. Because as you just said, it it's such a, it, because it's so devastating, it's such a memorable moment in television yeah that i don't know how they would have i don't know and i could get some hate for this but i don't <laughs> know if the oc would get such a um recognition if that mm-hmm. maybe didn't happen because i feel yeah. like you know it was a great a great show from start to finish but that really kind of brought it home as far as content and people wanting to tune in and seeing unfortunately what goes down in that episode and it's a great it's such a great episode they graduate and everyone's you know moving on and then the end of it is so tragic it's honestly like one of the most perfect finales for a season in my opinion i definitely agree with that Mm -hmm. yeah i have to agree with that as well uh, Vic wants to know, is there someone you would have liked to have seen in a relationship on this show? I'm trying to think. I think it's it's funny to hear Rachel talk about it on Welcome to Lizzie Bitches and if Summer and Ryan got together. Yeah, I hear that one a lot <laughs> on, on my page, yeah. No, that wouldn't work. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the one thing uh-uh. I'm happy they never did was like crossing the relationships, you know, yeah. right? like other shows have. You know, um, you know what relationship I wish would have continued longer is Jimmy and Haley. I oh, loved yeah. them together. <laughs> great. My mind keeps going back to Luke for some reason, like Luke was somebody, but I don't know why. Um, well, is there to follow up on that one? Is there someone you would have written off or kept on longer? I probably would have kept Luke because mm-hmm. I really liked his change around his character change. Um somebody to take off maybe the the first one's coming to my mind is the rebecca storyline in season two oh, yeah. can't stand that one Awful. i probably would have oh 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 big one is probably johnny for me season three uh johnny, johnny i don't know johnny, how johnny. everybody feels about him but there's just <laughs> something about him 
Well, Will Will asks, who's more pathetic, Johnny or Oliver? <laughs> um, Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Johnny for sure. Poor Johnny, man. Like, <sighs> yeah. he is pathetic. Sweet, He's just a sweet sad Johnny. sack. He's just yeah. a sad sack. And you... There's no other way to describe him, and he mm-hmm. just—he's con- just consistently a sad sack. <laughs> yeah, it does not change his character at all. No, and all did episodes. we need to kill him? Was that necessary? Exactly. <laughs> I don't think so. You yeah, know, it's, it's funny you say that. I was thinking about that today, actually. I knew we were doing this talk, and I was getting these questions. And season three, when you think of season three, you think Marissa dying. Right. You Mm -hmm. totally brush over and forget that we had another death and actually another person (laughs) died. And that was Johnny, a teen, a 17 year old. Like, this is insane. Literally. It's just like, eh, it's Johnny. (laughs) No, I know because like they didn't like give us anything to feel about him, you know? Like, so when it happened, it was just kind of like, all right. It felt like they, it felt like they almost just had that all happen just so they could have Marissa like spiral further you know mm-hmm. so. right. right yeah a tool for her storyline mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. We, we got a question from at Chelsea on Instagram and she sent me a very passionate burning question so I'm hoping the three of us can provide <laughs> some insight okay. so her, her question is based around in the episode of season one episode 18 the truth when Marissa is with Oliver and Luke calls her and, you know, tries to tell her about Oliver. And she says, you know what you could do to help me? You can bring over my clothes. So we see Luke driving in the car to go pick up the clothes. We see him go to Julie and get the clothes. We see Marissa check the front desk at the hotel. That's when she realizes Natalie is there. She asks about the clothes. And then Ryan and Sandy show up, but Luke never gets to the hotel with the clothes, and she wants to know what happened to Luke between Julie's and the hotel. Where did he go? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. <laughs> so then I literally never Love thought. Hole. About that. <laughs> well, okay. I'm thinking maybe Ryan called Luke and was like, mm-hmm. hey, we're on our way over. Don't worry about the clothes, but it's yeah. true. Like it went so far. I mean, really, just to show Marissa who Natalie is, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's true. Nothing is ever spoken about Luke again in that episode. <laughs> he got the clothes. Maybe he got into a traffic jam on the way there, and then they were like, "We don't need you anymore now." So right, or maybe he was just like sitting in the car and like didn't come in yet. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I I mean, I'm having a hard time even place. I remember the episode to mm-hmm. an extent, but that one scene, I'm having trouble re- recalling it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Either the traffic jam, he got there when Ryan and Sandy got there and yeah, like, just stay put. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Chelsea, thank you for submitting that question. Made me laugh. <laughs> and also, you're one of us because we never let things go either. So never. I get it. Never, ever. I get it. Okay, Mike wants to know, Katie, are you team Seth or team Ryan? I wish I could say I'm team both. <laughs> because when I first watched it, I said this on the podcast too, that I was 
full 100% Team Ryan. I was like in love with him. And I still am. But like, there's something about Seth. I feel like I identify more with his sarcastic side because I feel like I'm very sarcastic. Um, so I guess Team Seth now. Oh. Yeah. I love it. I know Liz is Team Ryan, right? All the way. Baby. Oh, yeah. All the way. I've, I've found in my rewatch Seth to be almost insufferable, but I still yeah. love him. <laughs> no, I, I, I get you. Yeah. Ryan all the way. And Ryan since day one. I always loved Ryan my first watch, and I will continue to love him in all of my watches. And uh, I don't know, maybe Sandy. Sandy may take the cake now that we're older gals you know (laughs) definitely (laughs) yeah uh this next question is also from mike so little backstory mike would submit an ice cream flavor and pair it to each of our episodes on let's talk oc Mm -hmm. and so he wants to know what is your favorite ice cream flavor mine yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's the most basic flavor there is. It's vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> it's delicious, I get though. so much. It's a classic. Yeah, my sister gives me so much shit for that. I'm always vanilla. <laughs> Do you put any toppings or it's just completely straight vanilla ice cream? I mean, if I have toppings, it would be just nuts and that would be it. Ooh, a little nut action. That sounds yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. That spices it up for sure. Mm. <laughs> Uh, he then wants to know what ice cream flavor would you say describe each of the core four? I don't know why I want to say Seth is moose tracks. I really don't know why. (laughs) It's like the first one I can remind for him. Um, Marissa, maybe strawberry. Yes. Um, summer, maybe vanilla for right now. And I'll come back to that one. (laughs) Um, Ryan, maybe Superman ice cream. Yeah, that's Love a good one. That. Yeah, that's such a good one. I wish I had a better one for summer right now, but I can't think of one. Even vanilla with nuts could be summer. Yeah, yes. there we go. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I feel like you and I both picked strawberry for Marissa, didn't we? Yeah. Or some sort of strawberry when we did this, yes. which is so straight. It, like we all felt she was the strawberry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, Jillian. Uh, F. Mary Kill. Okay. <laughs> Caleb, Greg Fisher, or Matt Ramsey? Now, Greg Fisher, I see Liz's yeah, I was face, say. is Holly's dad. <laughs> Holly's dad. Okay, okay. okay. Wait, okay. <laughs> Who was the first one? Caleb. All right. Caleb, Holly's dad, and... Matt Ramsey. Okay, okay. Oof. Um... God. Maybe kill. Wait, it was F. Mary Kill, right? Yeah. Okay. Maybe kill Holly's dad. Maybe F. Matt and then marry Caleb for the money. That's <laughs> my answer, too. Yeah. I guess I'd have to agree. Yeah. It's the only way I can see it going. <laughs> yeah. And then quickly divorcing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, or he's going to die. Or so. I was going to say, or he's going to die. So it wouldn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, Jillian also wants to know what can she do to establish her status as the all-time number one OC super fan. So, Ooh. what do you think it takes, Katie, to be like the number one OC fan? I guess just um, I don't know, what I do is I just uh, post what I'm passionate about for the OC. 
constantly keep posting and then until people get sick of you and then they say, all right, I guess she's number one. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's a good method. That's a good method. You just Just people get sick of it and you just stick around. (laughs) Yeah. That's so good. I hope Jillian has a pen. Sorry. I know. Jillian's taking notes. (laughs) She also wants to know which three events from the show would you attend? Hers are the kickoff carnival, skating at the model home, and any of the concerts. Mm. Uh, I definitely the model home because that's one of my favorite episodes. Um, Like casino night. I'm trying to remember what the exact name was for that. Yeah. Night, I think it was. Um, And then... Definitely the kickoff carnival, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to agree with the carnival. Mm -hmm. I also just want to go to the bait shop, whatever concert. It doesn't matter to me. And I want to go to the diner, but how do I... That's not like a special event. Yeah. But I would obviously (laughs) like to go and have some French fries. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the kickoff carnival. I would like to go to the snow sea. Oh, the snow sea. I loved that. Yeah. The bait shop. Oh, my gosh. See Rooney. Mm. I want to go see Rooney at the bait shop. Rooney. That's the concert. That's the chosen. And have just Luke in the background. Rooney. (laughs) (laughs) I love him. I know. Uh, Tish asks, what are some of your unpopular opinions about the show? Maybe that I feel like with my time with having this account, I feel like my unpopular opinion could be that I like Ryan and Marissa together. Um, and that I like Marissa because the, I see a lot of comments that think they're bad together and they don't like Marissa. So because those are the first ones that come to my head. I feel like Marissa is a really good answer though, because listen, I also found that yeah. we would get so many messages and comments about mm-hmm. Marissa. And the other, the flip side to that is, I felt that we did a good job because we would get a lot of messages also saying like, wow, you guys opened my eyes to how Marissa actually is. Yeah. We were like her army and we stood up for her because Mm -hmm. when you compare her character to a lot of other characters from teen dramas at the same time, like Marissa Mm -hmm. was not toxic. I like she could be a little naive and she was naive for sure, but she wasn't a toxic person. She, she was mean just girl. trying to, right. She could have so easily have been the mean girl, but she wasn't. She was everyone's friend and she went out and seeked out people and tried to make the best situation of whatever she possibly could. And it was honestly just everything around her that was unfortunately her downfall. It really wasn't her decisions that she made. It was others around her making the decisions. That's exactly how I feel. And that's the word I constantly see is Marissa was toxic. She was toxic for Ryan. And and I feel exactly the way that you do. She was never intentionally a bad person. You know, right. She just had, you know, I guess a bad hand dealt to her, you know, and, and like you said, tried to make the best of everything. Right. If so. anything, Ryan was more toxic in her life. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love him. Yeah. I know you. I, I feel you. Mm-hmm. And I also, I've always enjoyed her and Summer's friendship because, again, when you mm-hmm. look at other teen dramas in the same realm and time, 
Mm -hmm. in the early 2000s when they came out so many of the girls were pitted against each other Mm -hmm. and these two were not and even how marissa would handle Teresa coming for example Mm -hmm. she welcomed her any (sighs) any new girl or threat you know quote unquote threat that would come into ryan marissa just became friends and it's like you go girl yeah. No, I mean, she worked out with everybody. Like you said, Teresa, Lindsay, I even think Sadie. I don't know how much time yeah. they spent together. But That's right. I mean, any, she was never like, yeah, like you said, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Lindsay? <laughs> I just felt like there wasn't much of a spark there for me with her character. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never really was like a fan of hers. I didn't hate her, but like, I wasn't rooting for her to stay on the show and to stay with Ryan. It was just kind of like blah. But what about you guys? Yeah, that's like the general consensus with Lindsay as a character is she just was kind of there and didn't really add much to the story. Uh -uh. And I think Michelle and I felt the same way when she was gone. We were like, okay, we're okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, she's my husband's least favorite character. Oh, yeah. He has passionate words. So passionate. Lindsay. Yeah. And it's hysterical. And his favorite character is Volchuk. So, oh, God. You know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And has got some opinions. But moving yeah. on, Tish says if you could have one character from another teen drama cross over into the OC, who would you pick and why? What other shows in this realm have you watched, Katie? Um, I've watched One Tree Hill up until like season six. Um, or I think it might have been season seven. Uh, I watched Gossip Girl. My mind keeps going back to One Tree Hill. I don't know why I feel they're similar, but um, I mean, is there anybody you guys are thinking so I can? I feel like Lucas would be okay in the OC. That's exactly the person I was thinking of, and I didn't want to say it. Yeah, I think he would fit in well. He's like a little bit more laid back and artsy, and I think he would kind of be, I think him and Ryan would be friends. I feel like we've talked about this before, Michelle, but I feel like him and Ryan would be friends, and I also feel like Serena would would do really well in the OC. (laughs) And wasn't wasn't Chad Michael Murray like supposed to cast for Ryan and then he got one tree hill? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, it could have been him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could definitely see him there. Yeah. I can't think of anybody else at the, at the moment, though. Uh, vice versa, if you could pick any one character from the OC to cross into a teen drama, who would you pick and why? Maybe Summer and One Tree Hill. I feel yeah. like she would do pretty interesting things there. At least season one, Summer, maybe. I don't know. Early season one. Yeah, we. I think we talked about her and Brooke being friends. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I know we've talked about this. I'm trying to scramble in my brain the answers we've chosen before. You know, I think um, I think Lucas would also do well on Friday Night Lights. He would do great <laughs> oh, I on Friday Night Lights. Show. Yeah, I think he would mesh well there. And I feel like I'm just like going off a limb. Like, I feel like Smash would do really well on One Tree Hill. I feel like he would like rule the school and him yep. and like Brooke would be like the power couple. Yeah. Is he from Friday Night Lights? Yes. Mm. Guys Charles. We love um Smash. He's a great That's character. Sure I have seen. Oh, it's so, so, so good. It's completely different from any other of the shows that we podcast about. It's like so different from the OC. But it's such um a, a heartwarming 
good, like each episode just at the end of it, I'm like, oh man, it's over. It's just, it's a really well thought out, put together show. Yeah, I've been recommended that before. I got to just watch it one of these days. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, Liz is watching it for the first time for our Mm. podcast and we pick up on season three next month, but it's a goodie. If you join, let us know, Katie. Let us know your thoughts. I will if I do, yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been great, Katie. Thank you so much for joining us. Do you have anything else you'd like to say or please plug your page and where people can find you? We'll have it in the show notes, but if you want to plug anything. Yeah, you can find me on the XOC on Instagram. And um, I also help promote a shop for uh, at everythingtheoc.com. They're also We Love the OC mm-hmm. on uh, Instagram. Link is in my bio if you want to check that out. Um, and thanks for all the love, guys. I really, really appreciate it. I think that's about it. Thank you. We loved getting to chat with you, Katie. Yeah, same with you guys. This is awesome. Thanks so much, Katie. This has been a Total Betty podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora. Mm-hmm.